The way God designed life is that no man is supposed to craft a personal vision. We are all meant to get our vision from the Lord because we came here to fulfill His purpose, not our purpose. Welcome to My Secret Place Devotional with Oyit Alfred. Good morning. Let's join the psalmist to pray the prayer written in Psalm 19 verse 14. It says, May the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be pleasing to you, O Lord, my rock and my redeemer. This is a very good prayer for today. What it means is that God will control your mouth. You will not say the things you're not meant to say. And you're not going to think thoughts that you are not meant to think. Let's pray. Father, thank you for today. We bless your holy name. Father, Lord, I ask for everyone connected today that their hearts are lifted to you, Lord. I ask that you please put a guard over our mouth. Help us to say the right words, Lord. Help us to think the right thoughts, Lord. In the name of Jesus, amen. Physical sight is not the only form of sight. There are different forms of sight and people can see through different means. One other type of sight, that is the alternative sight, is called vision. Vision is actually a form of sight, but it is different from the physical sight. That's because with the physical sight, you can see the immediate things, the table, the chair, the things that are around you, you can see them with your physical eyes. But vision talks about the mental picture of where you are going to, the mental picture of a preferred future. An example, can you see where your life is heading to in the next 30 years, in the next 20? years in the next 40 years if you can see that then you're talking about vision that is the direction your life is going to follow if you do not have a vision what it means is that you are not going to be controlled by any compelling idea what it means is that you don't have any boundaries you can marry anyone you can live wherever you can gain whatever skill you can you know, go to university to study any course. That is because you do not have a vision. If you have a vision, it will control the kind of friends that you have. It will control what you study at the university. It will control the kind of jobs you will take. It will control the type of friends you have. It will control everything about your life because you have a vision. A vision drives you to behave in a controlled manner. It helps you to keep boundaries around your life. If, for instance, you have a vision to be the voice for God, to speak for God, to be his messenger, it will control so much that you know you're going to pray. You know you're going to have to study the Bible. You know you're going to have to get close to God, to know God. You know you have to live a life of consecration. Everybody is going to live that life, but you will take it more seriously because you're going to be speaking for God. If you are going to be the lecturer in a university, for instance, let's assume that's just the vision someone has, your lifestyle is going to be very different. You must have that habit of learning to read and study and spend hours in books because you're going to communicate the same to others. So your vision is what drives and controls everything that you do. But when it concerns vision, there are actually three groups of people. There are three types of people. The first are those who do not have any vision whatsoever. They just live life from day to day. They do what they feel like doing and they're just going through life without vision. And that is a dangerous place to be. The reason is because Proverbs 29 verse 18 says, And where there is no vision, the people perish. On that transition, say the people 
cast off restraint. So what restrains a man, what keeps him under control is the thought of his vision. So you have this group of people, they don't have a vision whatsoever. The second group are those who have a vision for themselves. They are the ones that came up with the vision. They were the ones that came up with the idea of the vision. Another way of putting this is called selfish ambition or just ambition. Ambition is that vision or that future you have for yourself. You crafted it by yourself. You decided that this is what I want to be. This is how I'm going to end up in the next 10, 15, 20 years. It is all about you. You're the one that came up with the vision. So that's the second group of people. These are people who have a vision but it's actually the vision they crafted by themselves put in another way they have an ambition and then you have the third group these are people who have the vision of god for their lives what that means is that they didn't get up one day and say this is where i see myself in 20 years this is the direction my life is going no they went to god to understand the vision of god for their life they went to god to understand the purpose of god for their life the assignment that god has for them all of these words are still describing the the same thing which is the vision a man has for his destiny the way god designed life is that no man is supposed to craft a personal vision we are all meant to get our vision from the lord because we came here to fulfill his purpose not our purpose even jesus the son of god said in john chapter 6 verse 38 he said for i have come down from heaven to do the will of God who sent me not to do my own will. So he didn't come to fulfill his own personal ambition. He came to do the vision of the father. Put in another way, he came to do the very wish of the father. And it's a dangerous thing if you're in group two and if you're in group one. Group one, they don't have a vision whatsoever. Group two, are these people have ambition. It's very dangerous to function with ambition. The reason is because number one, God will not support you. The reason is because because God will never bless man's idea. God will only bless his own idea. God blessing your idea simply means that you have become your own God. Before you came on planet Earth, God had already planned out your life, planned out how your future will be. If you get up and decide, no, I'm not going to follow God's plan. I'm going to disobey God and chart a court for myself, chart a pathway for myself. God is obviously not going to bless your efforts. So you are going to succeed by your own effort, by your strength, by your hard work. You will not see the grace of God in what you are doing. You will rise to the top perhaps, but it will be purely by pushing, by pressing everything you do you're going to have to do it by yourself the reason is because you are the one sponsoring that ambition by yourself the second reason why it is dangerous to function by ambition rather than ambition is that you will not be rewarded by God. The only reward you're going to get is the reward you get for yourself. That is, you know, your hard work, you give you money or you give you nice things. But as per being rewarded by God, you will not because God will not reward you for disobeying him. If you follow a path different from what God has called you to do, you will not be rewarded by God example there are so many people who are pastors that have no business on the pulpit god called them for something else and there are a lot of people who are in the marketplace who are in government establishments and doing all those things you know at work that are meant to be on the pulpit so if you choose your own path that is you come up with your own ambition you will lose your reward because god will not reward you for disobedience the third reason is then just live by ambition is that it is a work of the flesh and it leads to destruction. If you read Galatians chapter 5, verse 20, one of the works of the flesh mentioned is selfish 
ambition. If you read it from NLT version, it says the works of the flesh, one of them is what? Selfish ambition. That is, it is a work of the flesh. It is a product of the flesh. And the Bible tells us in verse 21 of Galatians chapter 5, that those who live according to the flesh will not inherit the kingdom of God. So this could lead to your eternal destruction. If you are a man that functions based on ambition, rather than vision. So your question by now would be, so how do I know if I'm living by ambition or if I'm living by vision? In other words, what is the difference between vision and ambition? Because of time, we're going to take it tomorrow. We're going to study and find out what is vision, what is ambition, what are the key differences, and then you'll examine your life. It will help you to know whether you're a man of vision or you're a man of ambition. Thank you for listening. God bless you. We are here. You can now receive a written version of the MSP devotional sent directly to your email every week morning by subscribing on our website at www.mspdevotion.org. And for other life-changing messages, simply download the app Rev Oyek Speaks from Play Store for Android phone users or the iOS Store for Apple users. You can also follow us on Instagram, YouTube, and Telegram, all on the handle Oyeks Alfred. Thank you so much for listening. Have a blessed day. We need move. Can you shout that out? We need to move. We need move.